everyone my name is ravya sada and welcome to reverse talk so this is our first episode on reverse talk podcast show and i am pleased that waste management is actually talked about it is something these days people bring up in their conversation and today on our show we have professor brijesh dubey an engineer researcher consultant in waste resource management sustainable engineering circular economy from iit kharagpur let's know more about waste management from the professor himself please welcome professor prajesh dupe hello sir professor prajesh dupe welcome to reverse talk this is our first podcast episode and you are our first guest on our show welcome sir thank you thank you good morning good morning sir uh, can we know about your experience like you are a well known name in this industry in waste management and uh, you have worked number of years you uh, can you can can we know something about yourself can our audience know about yourself sure uh, so uh, my bachelor's degree was in 97 uh, 1997 from iit kharagpur itself mm. and then i worked in uh, industry in india for four years uh, in uh, oil sector oil petrochemicals i was working for eil ingenious india limited and then uh, while working for eil i found that uh, the waste management side uh, kind of needs some uh, professionals more and more professionals in the country okay. so then i decided to go for phd in 2001 and so since 2001 you can think of even before even during the eil days but mm. definitely from 2001 i have been working in the waste management sector uh, yeah. first as a graduate student as a phd student then from 2005 uh, 2006 january onwards as a professional uh, in different settings different countries and uh, trying to trying to help uh, manage uh, waste properly and that's why i call myself a garbologist i work with garbage <laughs> so it's a, although there is a no <laughs> it's a garbologist is no term but uh, right. it's uh, like so it's, it's working with different types of waste try to do resource recovery sustainability and all that yeah that's a good term actually so we have heard for the first time but yes it it seeks the attention but sir how did you uh, get into waste management what was the reason behind it so as i said that while working for uh, the company i found that i was doing environmental related stuff uh, for petrochemicals refineries yeah, yeah. and i did find that not much expertise was available in hazardous waste and solid waste sector okay. so whenever i would like try to find some answer it wasn't there and then i had an inclination to go to academia at some point of time okay so i found that this sector requires uh, uh like manpower capacity so mm. and i applied for phd and uh, i got funding to work in this particular sector so that's how it kind of ended up and okay so as then it has been just uh, as i said working as a garbologist for for more than two decades now so you are committed towards saving the environment and that is the reason you are in waste management right yeah that's true yeah. correct so do you practice uh, uh, sustainable waste disposable disposal yeah i do like uh, when before uh, uh, since 2001 until 2015 hmm. we used to live overseas like i was in us and in canada a little bit in new zealand and have been to some other countries too so it was uh, there uh, uh, i did see uh, in terms of the the waste if you say about sustainability mm. we can 
one of the aspect is waste management but there are other aspect as well you have to look at the water you have to make sure that you don't waste water mm-hmm. and uh, you do the source segregation of waste properly at home say if i'm teaching a course on waste management and i don't do the waste resource segregation right. at my home itself that doesn't make sense isn't it right. so having some home composting uh, unit at home uh, depends if uh, if it's an apartment complex it becomes a difficult but if you have an individual bungalow type house you can have a home composter there as well so yes uh, to answer your question yes i do try to uh, uh, like to try to practice sustainability in day to day life as well as much as possible yes okay but sir what is classed as a waste in your role um why do we discard waste and why it is important to dispose waste properly can we know any two methods of waste disposal here yeah sure see waste uh, we call it a waste but waste is actually misplaced resource uh it's not you maybe waste for you and me but it's it's a resource for somebody else correct uh for example if you look at the food waste we go to restaurant and we kind of use some we order some food sometimes we end up ordering more that is also not should not be done uh, right. but we tend to order more and then uh, there are some leftovers sometimes you bring that leftover home and try to use it but many times we just leave it there and becomes part of the waste stream now that food waste although we wasted it uh restaurant cannot do anything with that but that food waste can be taken and we can do biomethanation and produce uh, biogas and that biogas can be used to either do the heating in old country in cold countries they go for heating in our country we can uh, go for uh, generating fuel out of that even electricity could be generated out of that so organic waste as our uh, uh, municipal solid waste rule says wet and dry so the wet is which is the organic fraction mm-hmm. you can <coughs> you can go for composting produce organic fertilizer mm-hmm. or you can go for biomethanation produce biogas and Correct. use that biogas either as energy and other stuff so there are there are those kind of technology things are available and for the dry part of course recycling comes in picture uh, waste to energy plants uh, has also some role to play so there are variety of technologies out there in which we can manage the waste properly yes okay so um i wanted from you to know now as you have given these examples uh, when we go out to eat food and if the the leftover food can also be you know used as a resource but uh, name two things uh, in household that we can use at household level that would support effective waste management yeah so again as i said earlier too like uh, if you are staying in a house mm. where you have some space Correct. you can have home like you can do home composting in your backyard you can take your organic waste uh, cooked food uncooked food not put meat and other stuff there because they don't degrade very easily uh, so you don't yeah. but you can put you can do that then in terms of uh, uh, so if you do source segregation properly you do the recyclables you give it to the proper kabadiwalas or whoever comes in your area so that way you can help uh, because more and more uh, if we can keep the waste material clean as mm. as our individual homes if we can keep the waste material clean it becomes much easier if we mix everything together there is no technology actually out there in the world which can do yeah. uh, do much with the mixed waste other than putting it in a sanitary landfill right. so as a household if we can want to do two things Mm-hmm. Uh, of course first don't produce we try to reduce the waste <laughs> if yeah, you can uh, don't try to use double sided paper printing if you're doing some printing at home 
I set yeah. up your printer on a double sided so that you can use uh, don't you can you will use half of the paper that's okay. good for your like money as well then uh, uh, try to use your own bags when you go for grocery shopping and all that that is also bag. helps the cotton bags you can use yeah. or uh, that's uh, that that can be done and uh, uh, in terms of uh, uh, like a, uh, if you do produce waste keep the waste different types of waste segregated, segregated and keep them as clean as possible if you can keep it clean then most of the recyclables there is recycling can be done for okay. food waste we can produce compost biomethanation as i said but in that food waste if you have plastics there if you have yeah. well, even if a one is small double a triple a battery then mm. your food waste is gone because gone. you cannot you will have enough uh, uh, like cadmium and all those there that your compost will not be of good quality mm-hmm. so those are the th- to kind of keep an eye correct. on correct correct so so uh, as we are getting to know more about waste but do you think that uh, people know the difference between wet waste and dry waste uh, you go at so many places have you encountered any such incident where people are confused yeah there is uh, like a some uh, because of when we say wet it means that anything which has moisture people right. think it's wet Correct. And when we say dry, which is anything which is like have no moisture, it's dry. But okay. that's not why how the solid waste management rules actually defines it. Wet right. means mostly it's a biodegradable. So it's biodegradable. Yes, most of the biodegradable waste will be wet at at most of the time. You will have moisture there, but yeah. you can have moisture in plastics too. Like if you are buying, especially now the uh, most of these plastics are being uh, phased down and banned in India. But uh, still, you you can get some of those. Uh, uh, I have seen even sambars and rasams being served in a plastic, uh, like mm. people taking take out, take yeah. out in uh, plastic. plastic. But that is a wet plastic. That's yeah. a wet plastic bag, but it's a dry waste so people get confused there as you said that people yes uh, where we were uh, uh, we were in uh, rajasthan and talking to some of these uh, cities uh, where we're trying to do some sampling and other places too people do get confused they think that with anything which has has moisture it's a wet no with anything which is biodegradable should go into the wet waste okay. so plastic wet wet plastic is not a wet waste it's a dry waste wet uh, wet paper is also could be you can put it in uh, if it's uh, in uh, wet but essentially as per definition that's a dry paper right. plastic and glass if you say if you have a coca cola bottle which is still have some uh, coca cola left in there of course you right. should take the coca cola out then you put it there but it's a dry waste right. then in the dry side people get confused with uh, say dry leaves mm. during this now the winter is coming we'll have so many leaves coming down and uh, you will have most of the weed leaves are pretty dry and uh, because not much moisture around and people think that oh this is dry so it should be dry waste Right. But actually, it is wet waste. Actually, right. it is wet waste because it's biodegradable. So right. there are there is confusion. So that's the reason why we need to have a lot of education. I keep on saying again and again, but in different platforms, that uh, capacity building, education, educating the public. Because mm-hmm. uh, if we tell people these these things, see uh, those who has taken solid waste class or who are in this particular domain, they will understand. uh the rules uh, definition of wet and dry but for common people for a layman it is 
quite natural for them to get confused Absolutely. so we have to have some flyers some newspaper advertisements and variety of things it is done as uh, in, in terms of the education outreach to educate the people that this is what actually where this is what actually dry and that's how we can probably help uh, on that. and i think we at reverse talk are doing that we are helping out people we are educating them yeah. so let's say for example um, uh, when we talk about these uh, spoons the wooden spoons we get in the market uh, which are for use and throw uh, ones right we get it in the ice creams or having any kind of uh, food we get nowadays we get it in the restaurant so when we talk about these wooden spoons what is the category where does it go dry waste or wet waste so this wooden spoons will go in your wet waste because uh, they are compostable they can uh, be composted so it can go in your wet waste it should not go into the dry so uh, so that's why people may get, get confused there as well so we have to put uh, 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 there are actually if you look at some of the western european countries who are or even some some cities in north america they pretty much have website where uh, they define each of these categories and there are variety of things we use so it's uh, quite natural for us to get confused with different uh, categories yes yes absolutely and that is why i uh, you know took this example so um, yeah. sir where does the recyclable go after it has been picked uh, picked up and for processing i mean most of the time i throw uh, when i do these shopping from uh, amazon or flipkart i throw this throw away these boxes so where does it go so once it gets picked up by the recyclers uh, which could be depending on where you are it could be say if you are in a big apartment complex you might be having some people who will collect it from your home itself and then take it down and from the down it is taken by the recyclers so it ends finally it ends up back into uh, the economy uh, mm. uh, especially the clean ones once right. the dirty ones becomes difficult to reach that's why i keep on saying that try to keep the clean these are resources these are actually not waste that's why we call it uh, material recovery facility that mm. uh, recycling centers are called material recovery facility would use of word waste is not there at all so right. many of the waste management uh, offices now around the world they don't call waste they all call resource recovery resource, and management resource recovery yes. resource recovery for so this resource which is your waste uh, the recyclables once it gets picked up by the recycler it goes back uh, say plastic will go back and uh, used in uh, different products even uh, you uh, when you see those ipl ipl t-shirts in india we watch it right. too much right. and then uh, if, if you even that uh, one day one day clothes where you see those shiny t-shirts right. they have recycled plastic okay. uh, say you you and i buy those uh, t-shirt which is uh, for walking or running purposes mm. those athletic uh, right, they right. have recycled they have recycled plastics so then uh, paper you buy any of this uh, uh, text uh, like a notebook today you just mm. flip on the back you will see this much recycled content 10% 15% uh. whether you buy classmate or whether you buy camelin whichever brand you buy you will see some sort of uh, uh, like a, yeah recycling uh, recycled paper content is there tissue yeah. paper is made from the from the paper uh, new paper from uh, we make packaging material from the cardboards even the egg cartons egg cartons as you see those egg cartons glass bottles also glass yeah. bottles glass bottles get to recycle so most of the if we keep these is items clean Mm. there is glass can get recycled metals get recycled aluminum cans number 1 in recycling 
so they they have market they they come back to the economy and that's really helps a lot uh, uh, to the to the economy to bring these resources back correct and this way we can uh, make these attempts and ensure that uh, our footprint on earth is minimal yeah that's and correct we can contribute see, towards the environment yes because uh, just take the example of aluminum cans aluminum see it is uh, if you have to buy a uh, certain material certain amount of alum- aluminum seeds from virgin uh, material it takes almost 3 to 4 times more energy to do that so in as comparison to getting it from the recycled aluminum cans correct so it's it becomes if you if you are reducing the energy footprint energy means what coal based thermal power plant or even the, whatever energy sources you use everything has environmental footprint so right. if you can reduce energy footprint we don't have to mine for aluminum so if you are using aluminum uh, back uh, from the recycling you don't have to go mine it so there is lot of benefit comes uh, so that's why recycle does help sometimes it seems to be costly in a short term but when you look at the long term uh, cost actually it comes out to be much much uh, more economical correct but sir uh, tell me something that why when we talk about garbage why does garbage makes uh, people irrational why do people behave irrationally uh, it's a throw away lifestyle which can be seen in these modern days where do you see these things going in a long term yes yeah, so in terms of uh, that's where uh, behavior policy all those things comes in picture uh, unfortunately in in like society like ours uh, right. which we which we were act, we were much better in the past actually uh-huh. if you look at the if you talk to your grandfather and all that they will have a much better things to tell about the, how we used to manage the waste i, I still remember in my village and we have a backside uh, kind of a hole uh, in in our village uh, uh, backyard uh, and then we used to put all the year long vegetable waste and food waste there it will become natural compost during the growing season it will be taken out and used as organic fertilizer okay. so but now since we moved to the cities it's all uh, houses are getting smaller so we cannot expect people to do that on a on their personal basis but yes as a community probably we can do that as a city we yeah. can do that those kind of practices so that's where uh, but irrational behavior comes because uh, we, we kind of uh, in india is one thing is there we have kind of said that garbage management is somebody else's business it's not yeah. my business it's i can create ways to do it i can create waste and then uh, I, i after creating the waste see i will eat the potato chips from the uh, chips packet but as soon as the chips is over that packet becomes a backpack waste and i'll not even touch it my maid will touch it or somebody else will handle it and then right. it will go into the waste right. so that and as long as one chips is left there it's still it's a valuable valuable for me but as soon as it's gone it's we are uh, we are not uh, taking care of that so we are producing waste but unfortunately we think that uh, managing that waste is not my job it's not mm. my responsibility mm. so that's where it has to so yeah that's where it has to change that uh, mindset needs to change and part of it will change from the legislation from penalties uh, see uh, humans you have to have a carrot and a stick both <laughs> so sometimes you have to 
sometimes you 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 need to use the stick part uh, in terms yes. of uh, tougher regulations fines and all that uh, uh, so that rightly said yes. Yeah. yes yes rightly said i think uh, uh, penalties would work on people as you're saying you know when you give the carrot and stick example Correct. yeah that's true like uh, and see uh, i i remember our previous president uh, dr kalam used to give a example that whenever somebody lands in singapore from india he will not throw away anything even if he has some uh, uh, candy wrapper he will keep it in the pocket and then he will find the dustbin and put it there but the same person when it lands in delhi <laughs> he will just throw it wherever he can because he knows that if he throws something in in singapore he will be caught and he will have minimum of few hundred dollars fine correct in delhi it's a chalta hai attitude like are chalta hai kya hai sab mein so that's that's that attitude that and see we keep our houses very clean hmm i have lived many parts of the world i have seen that indian houses are actually much cleaner than many other houses if you go inside the house hmm. but we take all the waste from our houses and just dump it on the street correct we don't we don't think that the entire country is our own country like uh, sometimes i say uh, i just on 15th august 26 january putting the tricolor is not patriotism patriotism is when you take care of the country on a day to day basis true uh, so that's and we are we are a bit lacking on that uh, unfortunately we yes. we, we will uh, we think that once we, our house is clean but outside the street will be dirty and we don't yeah. pay attention somebody else's job it's not my Absolutely. job so they don't it. people don't mind throwing waste people don't mind spitting on the road yeah. so yeah. you know it's it's like as you said it's a chalta hai attitude with us yeah so yeah that becomes a problem that that's the and that can change there are few things needs to happen of course uh, carrotness part is there but we have to make things easy for the people too say if you don't have the dustbin say going back to dr kalam's example of singapore and delhi mm. singapore the person will find a dustbin uh, in maybe walking uh, 15 20 30 steps in delhi if you don't find dustbin even walking up to say 100 500 200 steps you will tend to you will not carry it for a long period of time so we have to we have to make it easy for uh, people to behave responsibly right. we want persons to behave responsibly so there are few, one is of course we have to tell them what is the responsible behavior so many of them know but and then responsible behavior in terms of what we talked earlier in terms of what is wet what is dry so that they don't confuse and they should put it in the proper bin and then we give them the bin also accessibility to the bins uh, so that is uh, and then our ulb should collect it also in a segregated form Hmm. one of the problem that we see in many uh, cities and town today we are doing sort segregation at home right. but the truck when comes in they mix everything together yes. so if you are watching that truck that they are mixing it every day together <laughs> like uh, this waste together uh, wet and dry is mixed together so you don't have the incentive to segregate anymore you mm-hmm. feel like uh, why should i do it like i am i am putting 10 15 minutes of my time whether i do it whether my maid servant do it whoever does that we are putting some time to make to wait and dry segregation but then the truck mixes this together right. so why the truck mixes this together because they don't have proper truck right it's it's not that they want to mix it together it's yeah. just that they don't have the either proper capacity so right. that's we have to work at all these different levels to make it mm-hmm. happen yeah. 
all these areas needs to be worked on and these areas needs attention actually people want to do it but as you said that you know accessibility is also very important correct so with your increasing responsibilities like you have n number of responsibilities and you you have dedicated your life towards uh, sustainability um, you you are passionate towards the environmental sector let's talk about the most valuable thing you have uh, you know through you threw away in your life you mean uh, the waste that we have produced like no any value face the question that you have thrown away a uh, valuable thing that i have thrown away in the you mean as a, as a waste in the yes. waste stream or yes uh, yes uh, so valuable thing uh, huh, pretty uh, tough question <laughs> i don't think so it because so many times you kind of think about okay what what it could be so uh, in terms of we like when you look at some of these electronic waste uh, e waste uh, they tend to be costly so yeah. but uh, uh, luckily i we do research on e waste as well right. so whenever uh, these electronics from my home gets uh, really bad cannot be used anymore i use it in my lab so <laughs> i just okay. take it apart and use it in my lab research but yes we do tend to uh, dispose some of these uh, costly items uh, when they are not in useful form so most more many times if you think about valuable uh, in monetary way uh, e waste kind of comes on top because they are costly stuff but it but they, it has to be there are now uh, many cities and towns including uh, powers have a designated e waste uh, uh, like a re- uh, waste collector and then you can put it there uh, we do have uh, on campus we do have uh, like uh, there will be a event where e waste gets collected so e waste yeah. from the houses will be brought there and then it is sent for recycling and all that uh, so okay. that that's what i would say in terms of yeah. okay so when we are talking about e waste uh, so can electronic waste be recycled because the problem is not always clear if electronic waste is valuable or not because it contains material that may or may not be uh, worth money the electronic waste is actually one of the uh, i would say one of the most uh profitable waste stream if you go for recycling and resource recovery it is a bit tough to recycle especially see if you look at electronics uh, any electronics uh, you will you have what you will have some glass you have some plastics you can have some metals and then you have the printed wire boards circuits and all that so glass pet metal plastic once the e waste is disassembled disassembled like if you have a central processing unit cpu when the cpu is disassembled the glass part or the plastic part or the, the metal part can go to the traditional metal recycler plastic recycler and what the problematic portion is the printed circuit board which has lot of heavy metals yeah. and other critical critical minerals there so that we do have some companies in india already uh, most of it we used to send overseas earlier but there are some companies which has come up uh, to who does it in a more they try to do this precious precious metal recovery we call it or critical metal recovery uh, they recover it and then they use it globally if you look at we had uh, olympics in japan uh, but last year and there the medals used in the olympic game where all the gold silver and bronze medal that metal used to make them were all recovered from electronic waste wonderful so 
so they so it's 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 a it's a pretty pro, uh, profitable uh, business and especially in today's contest when we are lo- talking about uh, looking at uh, critical minerals when we are trying to transition towards uh, green technologies most of these green technology whether you talk about evs you talk about solar panels you talk about uh, wind energy they require many of these critical minerals which is available in electronic waste okay so if we can we can uh, try to do the resource recovery from here and use it on these different industries so that's that's where uh, india is looking at there was a, if you uh, our uh, prime minister had a uh, uh, agreement with uh, we had a agreement between india and australia on this particular aspect on critical minerals resource recovery and all that uh, but uh, so that that's uh, because australia is already kind of doing a lot of things in this particular sector right so india is trying to partnership with australia this is these are some geopolitical issues as well because most of the critical minerals right now uh, it's a like a, mostly it's coming from uh, china and some other only very few countries have it okay. and so if we can we have to look at the secondary resource which is the waste material so the, from waste material we should try to recover these critical minerals right. and so that is it's quite quite a uh, 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 like a important uh, sector as of now especially as we are moving towards green technology correct so so many decisions of ours uh, we make in our everyday lives have a major major impact on uh, the planet yeah that's true because uh, is in fact uh, the way if you drive a big suv mm. versus uh, if you don't carpool yeah uh, that's if you use uh, big cars even uh, see in, in delhi even after uh, uh, of course we have so much of traffic but uh, we in countries like us we need to really focus a lot on public transportation good quality public transportation so because if we can use public transport we would we would i would love to use public transport i don't want to take or take out my car unless i have because it's a parking hassle like every a lot of hassles are there but if but if you if you can manage with a smaller car but we tend to buy bigger and bigger cars marketing is also there for bigger and bigger Excellent. cars so so that is one then even buying clothes uh, mm-hmm. when you buy clothes unnecessarily we buy too much clothes uh, especially in uh, upper middle class or higher class people so that also uh, has uh, so it kind very simply we have been taught in schools in terms of how long you should take shower Mm. so that's okay. also that uh, using water responsibly okay. isn't it so that should so be introduced in school syllabus also it's important yeah it actually it is there in the, if you look at the uh, cbse syllabus uh, for the evs the environmental mm-hmm. science right. uh, it does talk about all these uh, in terms of uh, using water responsibly and uh, don't produce waste try uh, all those reduce reuse recycle everything is taught only thing is that as a kid we learn all that but as we grow up we, we forget okay. <laughs> if i if i give you one example uh, we did a study in uh, when i was in uh, uh, in tennessee i was teaching in tennessee in us uh, so we had uh, we put a sort segregated bin three way bin one for the recyclables one for compostables food waste and others so wet and dry and then we had non recyclables non compostable okay and we put that bin in elementary school in middle school in high school and in the university same mm. bin mm. with the elementary school we had the teachers the, tell the kids 
that how, what needs to be done and of course we had the pictures and everything right, on those right, bins as right, well what should right. go where what kind of waste should go where you if you can you guess who did the best the children it's the elementary school kids correct okay, yeah because once they once their teacher tells them something they follow it very religiously yes like uh, many times i have seen with my daughter uh, that she will be working on a math problem and then i will tell that oh we can do it slightly in a different way too no 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 this is how my t- uh, my sister <laughs> <told me. Yes. laughs> so yes. you must be having the similar experience so so they once the uh, uh, something is said to a small kid they follow it very religiously Absolutely. as we get older uh, we saw it, even the university students who are supposed to be much knowledgeable than elementary school they they did the worst uh as uh, I, they did the worst in terms of uh, segregating the waste okay. so it's it's just that means that we need to reinforce we have to reinforce this message right. again and again and again so that yeah. we keep on uh, we, we keep because maybe we get busy with so many other things or something happens and then we don't really pay attention